the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. It's David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe even in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my Facebook page or my YouTube channel, thanks a lot. Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of uh, West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So a very big footprint uh, for this station. And of course, it's great to be able to connect with you the first hour of a rush hour out of the nation's capital. It is a call in talk show. So if you want to call and talk to me on this Theological Thursday Feel free to get your fingers ready. Hit that speed dial if I'm on there. The number is 888-432-7434. If you're trying to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right? It would be good to talk to you on this Theological Thursday about a crazy subject to some of you. Others of you are going to be like, wow, I'm so glad that Doc did a subject like this. Like, whoever talks about this stuff? And then somebody else is going to be like, "Uh, yeah, it's time to change the channel because that's just weird. So I'm going for the weird today. I want to talk to you about the theology. Are you ready? The theology of animals. (laughs) The theology of animals. In fact, do you... Well, here's the question. Why do you think God allows humans and animals to relate? Do you have a relationship, if I can put that term in uh, in air quotes, you see me here, if you're watching me, uh, do you believe that God actually purposes for us to have relationships with animals? Uh, do you think he actually wants that? And uh, and if so, why? why? Why would God create animals? And then why would he allow them to interact and relate to and with um uh, with, you know, human beings. I would love to talk about that from the scriptures, from your own experience. If you have a pet, you might think this is a great topic. Uh, if you don't have a pet, you're not an animal kind of person. Again, you may think that this is really, really weird. So uh, feel free to, to keep moving. Uh, but if you want to listen in, please do. If you want to call, 
give me a call. Uh, let's talk about it. I've always, most recently, is just one of the things I've been thinking about and wondering, you know, what's up with animals and, and humans and animals? Like these are living beings along with human beings, and they relate. And why is there purpose behind it? So I'd just love to hear what your thoughts are on it, maybe even ask some questions about it. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. Let's bow in prayer and commit our time to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that we have uh, this opportunity to communicate on all kind of topics, including ones like this, uh, the theology of animals. Uh, would you just guide us along the way, even encourage us along the way. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or my favorite website, embracegracism.com. You can even download the app Gracism, and when you see that phone icon, push that. It'll hit me directly here in the studio. And, and so think about this. Do, do animals have any kind of impact on your life? For some of you, yes. For others of you, no. But why as children do we even watch these cartoons? A lot of them are about animals or with animals. You got animals talking and, and relating. And, you know, even when you were a child, you probably remember some of those, some of those shows. I know I do. Uh, I may date myself, but I used to like to watch, like, Mighty Mouse and... Uh, uh, Tom and Jerry, some of y'all are like, yeah, we don't even know those shows. That just tells you uh, a little bit about my about my age. But I even used to like a show called, you're not going to know this one, Aquaman. This is like a guy who would, <laughs> who could literally talk to the creatures of, of the sea. And so is there anything biblically here with regard to animals? Well, guess what? At the very beginning of time, God created the animals. If you look in Genesis chapter 1, uh, it starts with him making the animals before he makes the humans. And so preceding humans are animals. And think about it. Would God want us to be talking to animals? And could animals talk back to us? Like before the fall, didn't it say that Adam named the animals? So, I mean, think about that. And to have dominion over the animals, clearly there was a relationship. So what would happen if the fall had not taken place where our brains are fallen, right? So we only use a certain percentage of our brains. We surely don't use all the capacity of our brains. So is it possible that mankind, uh, humankind, if you will, and the animal kingdom had regular talking relationship where they understood each other in the same language? I know, now I've gone off the deep end, right? You're like, okay, Doc, you know, I've respected you up until now. Now you're getting a little bit wacky. But think about it just for a second. Is it really wacky? Or, or you know, or isn't it wacky that you would actually believe this, that a, a woman would talk to a snake and you build your whole theology on the fact that that woman uh, had a conversation with a snake? I mean, that's kind of weird if you're not a Christian and somebody says, oh, yeah, so in the beginning what happened, there was the fall, and a woman was talking to a snake, and the snake tempted her to eat fruit. I mean, that sounds really weird, so don't be calling me weird. <laughs> I mean, think about that, though. A human being, woman, Eve, is having a conversation with the serpent, and it doesn't even seem like um, anybody's surprised. Like, oh, my gosh, the snake's talking to me. 
it, it was like there was no surprise. It was just human to animal conversation. Hmm. So what's up with that? I would love to hear your thoughts. Even if you think I'm crazy, call me. Tell me. You know, Doc, that's just a little bit far-fetched. Theologically, it's crazy. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. All right? Or if you have a question about it. And think about this. We have stories all throughout Scripture like, okay, there's a guy named Jonah, and Jonah runs from the Lord. And Jonah then, out of his rebellion, is so distraught, he jumps off of a – tells people to throw him off the boat. And when they throw him off of the ship, he gets swallowed up by a what? A big fish. Come on. Are you kidding me? So don't call me weird. I'm just saying, is there a relationship between human beings and animals? And if so, why? And is there any purpose to it? All right, there's my weird introduction. I'm going to run to my commercial break, and I'm going to see if you guys want to call me. I'm opening up my phone lines right now. And if you want to call me, Uh, Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. The Theology of Animals (laughs) on Real Talk with Dr. Anderson. I'll be right back. would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. smelly basement but let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk, maybe even Crazy Talk today. 
uh, if you think that the subject matter is a little bit off, but I am uh, literally, uh, I've been taking a break over the last couple of weeks from my normal work besides uh, the radio, and I get out there in nature sometimes, and I sit down in the gazebo and, and begin just kind of thinking about uh, different things. And I'm thinking about animals now. It just kind of happens to be one of the thoughts in my brain. Uh, and animals, why would God create them? And why would God allow uh, human beings and animals to relate? Do you actually believe God has a purpose for it? And <laughs> excuse me, if God has a purpose for it. And if so, uh, then what is it? You know, and so I'd love to hear from you on. Of course, I have some scriptures and things of that sort, and I can go directly to that. But I really want to connect with you and see what you think about when it comes to animals in the theology of animals now i already kind of set the introduction uh before the break and i'm going to go to the phone lines but just in case you're tuned in even at the very beginning of time animals were created before human beings so clearly if god created human beings within the animal kingdom so you build the animal kingdom and then in eden he goes oh yeah there's one other uh living uh being or mammal type that i want to create and that's humans and I use the dust of the ground and I create humans differently than the way he created these animals, then, uh, then I ask myself the question, yeah, so you said in Genesis uh, 2, 1 and 2, that like Adam was supposed to name the animals? And then you get to chapter you know, 2 and chapter 3 and, and you see the fall of humankind and it's all connected to an animal? Of course, it's serpent, it's Satan, but uh, Satan could have just come in many different forms, but yet an animal's being used. And then, you know, you get to, you get to Jonah and, and, the, and the big fish. There's got to be some purposes here. I can't wait to talk to you about it. Of course, i got a lot of scriptures, but I'm not going to just run you through all of them. I want to talk to you. So I'm going to give you the number one more time, and then uh, I'm going to go right to the phone lines. In case you want to get in, i got two open lines. So if you want it, now's the time to get it. 888-432. 7434. All right, let's kick the show off in Arlington, Virginia, with Francis, who's on the line. Hey, Francis, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Hey, what do you think about this topic? Kind of crazy or not? Uh, not, not well, it's surprising, but not crazy. <laughs> and the reason is uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where you hear something and you and what came to my mind was, well, we know how God uses people we may consider of questionable character yeah. to do his work, like Paul, who was a, a persecutor of Christians. Yeah. I think that from the first day of creation, when God created man, he wanted to see how man can resist temptation. And I believe mm. the reason we don't talk to animals and talk back was because all those animals were part of God's plan to use them as a tool to do his work and to see how he shaped out. So I think it was his design to have the, uh, the serpent talk to Adam and Eve because he wanted to see if man can withstand temptation. Mm. And as we know... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, and because man, because human, I mean, animals have a natural appetite, and so they probably can't resist temptation in the same way. And yet, those of us right. who are human beings, we have to discipline our members. And so, aren't, isn't that interesting to think about it like that, Francis? 
thanks for adding to the conversation today, okay? You're welcome, Dr. Anthony. You have a wonderful day. Hey, are you surprised, Francis, that you're actually talking about animals today, theologically? Yes, I am. Like, I, yes, I am. But hey, I found a way to justify. Yes, you did. And here's here's the cool thing. Uh, it says in Job chapter twelve, verse seven. But ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds of the sky, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, or let the fish of of the sea inform you. Which of all of these does not know that the hand of the Lord, what the hand of the Lord has done? So you're right. Animals can be teachers in the sense that God is like, you know, look, look at the animals. Remember what Jesus said? He says, look at the look at the birds of the air. They don't worry. I feed them every day. <laughs> yeah. So and also one more thing. One more thing. They could also they use as signs of danger. Whenever we see a whole bunch of animals and birds flying all in one day in one direction. Yeah. Especially in places that have to sneeze. Yeah. What does that tell us? Yeah. How about that? How about that? See, you're adding, you're adding to my theological Thursday, man. I appreciate it, okay? No problem, Dr. Anthony. You have a great one. <laughs> Blessings to you. That's Francis in uh, Arlington. Way to kick the show off. Let's see what Mike's talking about. He's on the road in Maryland. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. Crazy topic or not? Oh, no, no. There's there's so much that we can learn from animals, uh and uh, you know, I don't have my Bible in front of me, but I think in Genesis it says something to the effect of, you know, God created the animals, but none of them were found to be a suitable companion to the That's right. woman. That's but, right. So it doesn't seem doesn't seem like a big stretch to to think that God was creating the animals with some intent that they be a companion. Right. Which maybe kind of missed the mark a little bit. Yeah. And <laughs> when I look at the way a dog, a dog will love even someone who mistreats it. I, I think uh, I, I think God came pretty darn close with with dogs to, yeah. that we would all be able to feel kind of His love for us. Yeah, the, I think the same love a dog will show for us. You know, uh, somebody else was saying know. that to me today. They feel like God created animals to teach us or show us love. I mean, their love is unconditional. If you've had a dog, everybody hasn't had one. But are you a pet owner? Did you have a dog growing up at all, Mike? I had a little wiener dog for about 15 years, and when he died, it was two years before I could talk about him without choking up. Oh, my gosh. How about that? So, you know, they they teach us love, but it's like unconditional love. Like, they don't care if you stink. They don't care, uh, you know, if you have bad breath. <laughs> they don't say, you know what, you've really hurt me, and I'm going to hold a grudge. Well, maybe sometimes they do hold a grudge, but <laughs> it's pretty amazing how they just kind of – run to you as soon as you walk in the door, as soon as you wake up, right? Yeah, God spelled backwards. Yeah, how about God spelled backwards? Dog, turn it around, God, interesting. <laughs> You're funny. Hey, thanks a go. lot, Mike. I appreciate it. Well, I've got a Thank couple you. open lines. If you want to grab one now, go for it. I'm going to uh, Gainesville, Virginia, to talk to Allie, who's on the line. Hi, Allie, it's Dr. Anderson. Crazy topic or not? Great topic. I love it. I love it. I have a farm in Gainesville, and I'm with my animals every day, and I talk to them, and they talk ah. back to me, maybe not in an audible voice like you and I are having right now, but right. definite relationship there, and if you think about the Bible, it was definitely agrarian times, and animals were a right. big part, like 
the shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep yeah. know the shepherd's voice and they run away from anybody that's not the shepherd. Ooh, and that is yeah. so my sheep know my voice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, great relationship. That's, so that's a good word. Therapeutic riding, therapeutic riding, horseback riding for, for children or adults who have yeah. disabilities. There's such a connection there with, so, with the horses. and So you have a farm. Huge. What kind of animals on the farm? Mm-hmm. What kind do you we have? We have uh, horse, horses, cattle, sheep, chickens. We have a donkey that we use for live nativities, and um, mm. we used to have a bunny, but the bunny died. We have a pet potbelly pig, and she's awesome. Wow. Yeah, we have the whole gambit. Wow. See, that's got to be mm-hmm. so fun. Okay, I have a question for you. Um, they do use animals for um, people who have mental disabilities. What do you think that's about? What can the animal and the human who has a mental disability, how can they connect so differently than like a human and a human? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, lots. Because, you know, horses or animals can be used um, as a tool for learning about relationships, like safe relationships. Animals are not judgmental like people are. So, mm. But animals can definitely sense, you know, whether a person's nervous or frightened or aggressive so in some ways it's a much more pure relationship where it's with people you know we can sometimes hide our feelings but animals are really uh kind of straightforward yeah so no um, pretense and and there's that relationship yeah like that loving relationship that the last caller just described about dogs you know we can have that same kind of loving relationship with 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 really any animal because animals are so forgiving mm. and um yeah so there can wow. be such a, a really pure bond wow uh, for people and and just it's it's a simpler relationship it's a much simpler relationship yeah, it's not too. complicated so that bonding <laughs> takes place yeah the, the bonding yeah. really takes place and um yeah it's just a really soothing relationship yeah, I like uh, when it. you have the right of course you, you have to have a safe animal sure. to be with with these folks sure sure um, but when you have that safe environment it's a really great relationship builder well thanks a lot Allie, yeah, for so. talking about this especially because you have a farm that's just so cool so thanks for hanging with me okay yeah, you're my pleasure. I love the topic, and I do remember Aquaman too. So get out of here. And I believe that the animals would. Yes, I do. And I used to be told that the animals would talk on Christmas Eve. So I would go down to my barn when I was a child and hope that I could hear the huh. animals talking. I never did, of course. Wow. But you know, uh, who knows? Who you know, knows? Lots of lots of references in the Bible, though. Yeah. About you know, and I love the, what you talked about with the snake. You know how Eve had the conversation with the snake because who thinks about that? Who thinks but about really, that? It's crazy. How did that happen? And it's not even a movie with Walt Disney kind World. Of crazy to think about it. <laughs> hey, well, thanks uh, yeah, for talking to me. Stuff. Lord bless you, uh, Miss Allie. And uh, you know, it's I know it's kind of a weird topic. You know, with my with my household, we probably had fourteen animals at one time. Uh, but it was everything from because I had all these, you know, you got the kids and their friends. And uh, so we've had everything from dogs and cats to uh, my mom still jokes about how I used to have a little mouse growing up, a little white mouse that she could not stand with little red beady eyes called Snowball. I, I still remember Snowball. But, uh, I mean, in our home with my kids, we've had ferrets and turtles and frogs and even animals I hadn't even heard of, you know, like these uh, little uh, 
gliders. Uh, there was some some kind of glider uh, my son brought home once. And I'm like, why did you bring home this glider? I can't remember the whole name of it. He goes, um, because nobody else has one. I'm like, okay, there is a real reason to bring in a creature uh, to the house. But we've had everything. And even even caterpillars, I wouldn't maybe call that an animal, but does anybody remember, it depends where you grew up, but there'd be caterpillars just walking on the sidewalk in front of our house. And as a kid, we'd get a little stick and put it in front of the caterpillar and the caterpillar would crawl up on the stick and then we'd lift it up and look at it and then we'd put it back down. But I mean, there's something unique. I'm not saying go talk to caterpillars. Trust me, I haven't, I haven't been smoking anything uh, uh, illegal. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's uh, something in my mind has been just contemplating, God, why, why animals? And, and why is it when I go home today, uh, the two dogs that we have and the cat that we have will all come to the room that I walk in. They'll bark as soon as the door opens. They'll run to me. Uh, even the cat will come, and they'll all just kind of circle around. They all just want to be in the same room. It's almost like a family, but it's an animal family. Kind of crazy, isn't it? 888-432-7434. Okay, I'm running to my break. As soon as I get back, if you want to be uh, in line, uh, I've got a few open lines. And, Sam, you're going to be the first one I talk to when I get back from the break. AJ, I'm going to come to you, too, in Washington. And, uh, hey, y'all remember the Lion King? All right. We'll be right back. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I- I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text START to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text START to 350-350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's S-T-A-R-T to 350-350. Do you need to sell your house yesterday? Did you know a cash investor will only give you pennies on the dollar? I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. With our new five-day sales strategy, we got our sellers an average of $46,000 more than expected. It's not for everyone, but if you have a house to sell now, we can sell it for top dollar in five days. No lowball investor offers. Call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Listen to what another listener had to say about us. The advice that she gives, if you listen to it, you do what she says, you'll sell your house in a hurry. Christy would get the house sold, and that's really what we were after. Our house sold in uh, three days. We listed uh, and ended up with $9,000 more than we were asking for the house. We were delighted with that. Everything was handled just in an incredible professional way. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. 
The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're talking, believe it or not, about animals. The theology of animals, and if you're just joining us, it's not that crazy, but it's kind of crazy uh, because I'm looking at the scriptures and I've been just kind of looking at uh, birds in the sky and sitting in a gazebo and, and looking at animals. Even even just uh, yesterday morning, and we were looking out of our house and we saw some wild turkeys uh, walking across the backyard, and then we see deer, and and so I'm just asking the question: uh, What is the purpose of animals? And and the relationship does God want us to relate to animals and animals to relate to us? And in the first half of the program, it's been great. I've heard everything from God uses animals to help us uh, see how we can resist temptation because they can't um, teach us love, uh, that they're not judgmental. Uh, if you want to chime in, it's, you know, this kind of crazy conversation, but I'm having so much fun. Uh, again, call me, 888-432-7434. And I talked about even in the Garden of Eden, he created animals first. There was no suitable helper uh, for Adam, and so God created Eve out of Adam. Uh, but you get to chapter 3, and before the fall, Eve is talking to a, a snake. And it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, it's a snake. It was like they were just having a normal conversation. It wasn't like one was speaking in snake language and the other one in human language. It was like they were communicating openly. And it wasn't until after the fall that you start seeing all this, uh, you know, eating of meat and, and, and uh, animals eating people and, you know, that sort of thing. There's this, this disconnect and divide between animals and humans. And so I just wonder what the Garden of Eden was like before the fall. And, and then what will heaven be like, uh, you know, once we're all glorified? What would that be like? So crazy, right? All right, well, let me keep going to the phone lines, and I'll even read some of my Facebook comments uh, after the next break. But let's go to Sam. I promised I'd get to him. He's in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sam, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Praise the Lord, Dr. Anderson. It's good to hear you, hear your voice. I always love your show. Praise the Lord, my friend. Thanks for hanging with me. So is this a crazy topic or not, Sam? Not really, not really. I believe God created animals so that he could, uh, so that he could remind us, keep us mindful that just as he provides all the needs for the animals that he created, just like the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, he's going to meet our needs. Um, and we're made in his image and likeness, so why mm. do we worry? Right. And, and then also, I, he, he created us, you know. He, always, he created us for a purpose to see the animal. The animal is um, is a being, is an is a animal, and we're the only people that he could use to prove that good and acceptable and perfect will. He can't do that through to an animal, so we right. can prove that be that we that being to be to be a proven vessel mm. for God. Mm. So, 
animals are animals help us to be mindful that God is meeting our needs and God is going to just as he meets their needs, he's going to meet our needs. But mm. for us, our purpose, our purpose is really to solely to prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will to prove because he made us a little lower than the angel himself. That's right. And, that, and, and, the, and the devil was an angel. And so he made us just a little lower than him. Yeah. Because he made us a little lower than him. We have to be mindful that that's why he made us so he can prove to them what he wants to get accomplished through a being made a little less than him. Yeah. The that's devil himself. That's Psalm 8. He, why would, what is man that you'd even be mindful of him? You created him a little exactly. lower than the angels. It, it's pretty cool when you start thinking about it like that, Sam, huh? Exactly, exactly. So for us, I had a dog about 10 years ago. She passed away. It was a little chow-chow. But, um, you know, my dog would give me peace when sometimes, you know, we can't always go to our wives all the time and get that, get, get that communication we want, you know? How about so it? We can go to our dog, and the dog ain't going to say nothing else. Ain't going to say nothing <laughs> love to <us>. you. <laughs> they'll love, they'll, the, dog will love, the dog will love you back and let you all over. You yeah. Know? Yeah, what? Well, but, but God is good. So. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Sam. Lord bless you, okay? okay. God so, bless you, sir. This whole idea of peace, you know, I do believe that animals can bring you peace and joy. And now, again, I'm not sure if I have a scripture that says animals bring you joy. I promise you, I, I, I don't know one. If you find one, you want to help me out, that's cool. But I'm talking about my own life. Uh, so you probably don't know my life. But uh, my wife it has a Great Dane. My son brought this Great Dane home a couple years ago. And uh, we have a couple of dogs, but this Great Dane is taller than my wife when when he jump when she jumps up onto her shoulders, and uh, we're gonna have to put my wife in a mental hospital if this dog ever dies because this dog brings her so much joy, and it brings me joy to just watch the dog. And I gotta admit, I, I love the dog too. Don't get me wrong; it's the cutest Scooby Doo looking gray and white. Uh, you know, dog. I should probably post a picture, uh, you know, on my Facebook page. But it's kind of weird if I do that. Y'all might be thinking, "Oh my gosh, where, what happened to Dr. Anderson?" But I'm telling you, uh, they can bring you a sense of joy and a sense of peace. And so, you know, that's my little bias here. Uh, and I want to hear from you. So, in order to do that, I'm gonna run to my break early right now. And as soon as I get back, I can catch AJ, Patricia, Chuck, and the rest of y'all. Still have two more lines. Get in where you fit in because uh, the next segment will probably be my last segment where I can take calls. So if you have a thought or a question about the theology of animals, I would just love to hear what you're thinking. I'll be right back. Question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didiuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia 
and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. We're talking about animals. <laughs> it's the theology of animals. What a fun topic. It's kind of crazy, but I'm enjoying every minute of it. If you want to talk to me about it, give me a call. I might have one line open, but I'm going to go right back to the phone lines right away. So here we go. AJ is in Washington, D.C. Let's go there. Hey, AJ, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm blessed. Good to hear from you. It's good to hear your voice as well, my friend. So what are you thinking? Crazy topic or what? I think it's a great topic. Uh, I love animals. I think most people love animals, and most importantly, God loves animals. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So do you have any? Uh, I, I have had lots of animals. Uh, I don't have any currently. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I think that God's original purpose for animals, um, everything in creation shows his glory, and it, it, it's meant to glorify yeah. him. Yeah. And um, God is glorified through relationships. And uh, like my brother Sam said on the call before me, um, we're made in God's image. Yeah. And we were made to, to have dominion, just like God has dominion over us. We yeah. were made to have dominion over animals to show God's power and his, mm. his authority. Right. And, um, yeah, we're wow. made to show God's authority. I like and, uh, that. We kind of lost, yeah, yeah. We kind of lost that um, after the fall. But another thing about animals is Jesus is—he's the Lamb of God. Yeah. And uh, without without having seen so many animal sacrifices, mm -hmm. the, the people of God wouldn't have been able to um, understand really what it was that Jesus has done. Right. Um, right. He, he was pure and. And uh, he was a pure lamb yeah. that was totally, totally innocent, but but took the sins of all God's people. Yeah, isn't and that I think something? That's one one major one major reason for animals is to show the Messiah. Yeah, I li I like it a lot, AJ. Thanks a lot for sharing that. Okay, my friend. 
You're welcome. Man, that's good stuff. I appreciate it. And the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And you know what? I didn't think about it until uh, until AJ just said it. But you know, the relationship between God and animals. So every time an animal is sacrificed, it probably makes us just think, yep, an animal is sacrificed. No big deal. But actually, if God has a relationship with animals, uh, he probably felt their death. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you had to sacrifice one of your own sheep or your dog, you wouldn't just be like, oh, okay, it's an animal. Kill the animal. No, it's your dog, right? It's your animal that you have a relationship with, and that's just a human to an animal. So what kind of relationship would God have to the animals that he created? And every time one was sacrificed, he probably felt that death. He probably felt that heart uh, stop beating and felt uh, the, the, the pain of it. We just kind of read it like, it, you know, there's a feeling to it. But, my goodness, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, we know uh, that there can be feeling for animals, and animals can have feelings for us. And so uh, I even know, you know, when, when, when somebody's hurt, if they fall down, their pet can come over and lick their wounds, and or they can tell when you're depressed, or they can tell when you're sad. Uh, I've even heard stories of animals just licking the tears off of, uh, of a person's face. And you've even seen it in my own home where an animal knows when someone is sick and will just lay with them. I mean, that's emotional. So can you imagine when we talk about sacrificing of animals, it's not just go kill an animal, okay, and now your sins are forgiven. No, there's probably feeling and emotion connected to it. I hadn't really thought about that until AJ was talking. So anyway, I'm musing and thinking about and meditating on animals these days. So I know it's kind of weird, but... Um, you know, I was thinking maybe I'd preach a sermon on it. Then I realized probably half the congregation doesn't have pets and they probably would look at me really, really crazy. So I got to preach something that's like for most of the people, not just, so that's why I'm bringing it to the microphone. See, anybody can call me and the ones who think it's crazy, they can just turn the channel. So, uh, thanks for hanging out with me today. Okay. I'm going to Solomon's Island to talk to Chuck who's on the line. Hey Chuck, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Oh, turn the radio down, good. Chuck. How you doing, Dr. Anson? Good, good, good. Turn oh, your radio sorry, down. Sorry, buddy. Good. I can't. Um, oh. Let me see if I can hear you. There you go. That's better. I'm to take you off the blue sheet. Oh, that'd be there even we better. Go. That's better. My man. Okay, what are you All thinking? Right, hey, I was just uh, to add to what you said in your other callers. There's uh, I don't know if you've heard of a, uh, a place called Hope Ranch. It's owned by Kim Meter. No. Yeah, uh, she has abused horses and stuff. And really? what she does is she takes abused horses and abused children and put them together, and and there's oh. a really a bond and connection that they that, that they have. Really? Uh, so they're, 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 the animals are are, are, are are therapeutic as well. Wow, that is so cool. Well, so abused animals yeah, and abused children, you put them together and let them kind of uh, a, a therapy for both of them. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look her up. Her name's Kim Meter. It's, it's uh, Hope, okay. Hope Ranch. Hope Ranch. I'm, I'm gonna check them out. And, uh, yeah, thanks for the yeah, tip. I'm just bringing it up because they're 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 all therapeutic. So yeah. Just just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, that's really cool. I like it. But, hey, thanks a lot. Okay, Chuck. Oh, you have a great one. Thank hey, you. Hey, blessings to you. Now, I've never owned a horse, but I have people who said that they they can. Their horses are like pets. Like they, the the horse knows them, and they know the horse. And um, and and the, the, like like I relate to a dog or a cat. They relate to their horses. And I know my my sister Allie, who called earlier, who has a farm. She probably knows this. But I've never really spent time with horses to know. I just see these big things, but like they, they know you, and you know them. And and so that's just really really cool. So maybe I'll go and uh, talk to a horse one day. I don't know. 
All right, Patricia's on the line from Solomon's Island. Let me go there. Hi, Patricia. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, and I'm having fun today with this topic. What about you? I know. <laughs> I'm having fun, too, because I love animals. And one thing the Lord brought to my mind, I don't think anybody has mentioned yet okay. about animals. And you did, well, you did mention uh, about the snake talking right. to Eve. Right. Um, which we know was the, uh, Satan himself. Right. Uh, talking through the snake. But nobody, I don't think, yet has mentioned that God, well, he has a purpose in everything, of course, we know. So right. his purpose, I think, for the animals is food. Is and, food. And we have mm-hmm. dominion yeah. food. Yeah. We have dominion over um, the all of the earth, as he told us from the beginning. Uh-huh. And so even in the sea. So I love salmon. I love mm. fish. I love all kinds of fish. So the animals are for that purpose also. What about fried it's chicken? Our, <laughs> ooh, you know what? I was going to say fried <laughs> Because uh, I'm getting some chicken today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I was, and so so that's one purpose. And then another purpose that, if you remember too, when Adam and Eve discovered that they were naked, right? They just took fig leaves. That's but right. But God took the skins of animals. Isn't so that something? Animals for that purpose, or for keep to keep you warm. Yeah. Earth. That's so right. God has a lot of purposes for animals as well as for us enjoying them also. Wow, I and like another it. Final one that God gave me was, and I want to say this quickly, okay. is that animals, the, the word says in Psalm 50, let everything that has mm. breath praise the Lord. How and I that? know and believe that animals praise God. How about In the morning that? when we wake up and hear the birds chirping, right. I believe they are praising the most high. Right. I, I like it. I like Come on, Patricia. Don't get me excited up in this radio studio. Okay? <laughs> I, I, I'm excited about that because God was just giving me these to say, oh and I was gosh. thinking about that before I called. But yeah, my everything goodness. that has breath praises God. See, you're going to get me all excited <laughs> worshiping the Lord right up I'm here in my studio. Myself. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you, I'm Patricia. Excited. Blessings right. to you. Thank you, doctor. God mm-hmm. bless. How about it? I like it. I like it. And, yeah, you know what? That's what happened with the fall, right? Once man uh, sinned. Uh, they they knew that they were naked. They tried to cover themselves with fig leaves. And so literally you had to have the death of an innocent third party to cover the sins of the human being. So God used the animals as a substitutionary atonement, but not a complete one, because we knew the complete one would be the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He cleanses our sins. The animal skin covered our sins covered our nakedness if you will it's pretty amazing when you start thinking about it and then didn't jesus look for that for that mule remember he was coming into jerusalem and it was time for him uh on that palm sunday he says go get me that man's that man's mule and so there was a purpose for that mule uh and it's just pretty amazing when we start thinking about this it should turn us toward glorifying god it should turn us. yes it's a crazy kind of a topic i get it But, you know, and I'm saying crazy. I know for those of you who are with me, you're like, it's not crazy at all. It makes total sense. But I'm telling you, there's a whole other group of people are listening, saying this is a little bit weird and wacko, and maybe it's leftist, liberal, tree-hugging. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying maybe when it says all of this creation is glorifying God, like my sister Patricia just said, maybe, just maybe, my friends, uh, that God is using animals to show us how to love him, how to worship him, and, uh, and how to obey him. Who knows? 
I love thinking about these things. It is Theological Thursday, right? So come on. As soon as I get back, I'm going to read you uh, several of my Facebook posts. Thank you so much for writing on Facebook. And here's what Proverbs 12:10 says. The righteous care for the needs of their animals, but the kindest act of the wicked are cruel. We'll be right back. This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you haven't found returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. 800-893-8907. Hi, Don Crow here for A Action Home services are you looking for electrical plumbing or hvac service do what i do call the company that operates with biblical values as their guiding principle a action home services for over 40 years this family-owned business has enriched the lives of people like you our wava listeners so for electrical plumbing or hvac call a action home services 703-922-1900 that's 703-922-1900 Hi folks, Don Crow here for American Leprosy Missions. I have some good news for you. Right now, we're just 121 more children away from providing a cure for leprosy for at least 1,000 boys and girls in some eight countries around the world. So as we move toward the end of this campaign with ALM, I first want to thank every single one of you who've been giving so generously. And secondly, I would love to know that others of you can step in and help us right now with the remaining children in our campaign, children who desperately need our help right now. Your one-time gift of $30 provides a boy or a girl with a cure for leprosy. $90 provides for three children, $150 provides for five, and $300 will cure 10 children of leprosy. But any amount you can give right now is going to make a big difference when you call 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980, 800-979-1980. Or you can give online at wava.com. Straight from Scripture. That's what a trip to the Holy Land is. It's far more than a typical vacation. It's a place where, tucked away amid windswept deserts and rocky cliffs, is a journey into the origins of belief, where we can connect with the depth and power of our relationship with Jesus Christ. A trip to the Holy Land is a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience to a place that gives visual dimension to our faith. Register today and let's experience Israel together. Go to WAVA.com, keyword Israel, or call me, Dennis Williams, at 703-807-2211. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. 
Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so very much for your support. And also, if you're looking to support some of my advertisers, then you definitely want to check out the Anderson's personal yard and landscaping specialist, Fidel Lopez. Uh, Fidel makes sure with his team that our uh, front lawn, back lawn, and our bushes and our flowers and everything is absolutely gorgeous he does all kind of landscaping and so if you're in the listening area and you're looking for a great landscaper make sure you call fidel lopez with innovation scapes let me give you his phone number it's 240-516-4967 i'll say his number one more time 240-516-4967 make sure you tell him dr anderson sent you and you want a beautiful lawn like the Andersons. Uh, a big hello to those of you who are on Facebook. So Patricia Razel says, I love animals. They bring us so much joy, and God made them so beautiful. I know, aren't they beautiful, like different colors and different shapes? Anyway, let me keep reading what you said. Of course, I hope and expect them to be in heaven. Our Father always does the best for us. Fran Laurel Phillips says, I believe that God has a relationship with animals. I also believe that animals have souls and go to heaven. The most unconditional love. I actually thought about what AJ uh, just said. Animals might have, uh, let's see, been sacrificed because their hearts were pure. So many verses in the Bible are about animals, and God even talks so lovingly about them. Eugene, you're funny. Eugene uh, Kennedy, he says, uh, I think Atomic Dog by George Clinton should be played as background music for this segment. Oh, okay, uh, Eugene, I am on WAVA, a Christian station, and while I do play secular music, I'm not sure if Atomic Dog is going to work uh, for my listening audience, but a few of you would be like, yeah. Okay, let me keep moving. Uh, you know, uh, Several of you said that God uses animals to teach us, and I think that that is one of the things, even to teach us how to praise God. I mean, when you see a turkey walk in, when you see chickens, when you see birds, when you see peacocks, or, uh, you know, last year, I think it was last year, maybe it was this year, I can't remember, I was in Africa, uh, and we were out in the plains of the Masamara. And we watched just animals. We watched lions and elephants and rhino and zebra and gazelles. And I'm just thinking, wow. It just makes you want to give praise and glory to God. So hopefully today's topic does that for you. Let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you for creating all things. You make all things uh, beautiful and you do all things well. And uh, uh, Lord, for those of us who can look at animals and see the glory of God as you've taken your paint brush and just striped them and colored them and painted them, might it turn our attention to giving you glory and honoring you with our lives as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children. Another 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.